It's the voice of the one and only DJ Scream, letting you know that you are now in tune to the Casual Flex, where culture meets sports and casuals are welcome. Now here's your host, Philip Dukes. Yo, welcome to episode seven of the Casual Flex. I am your host, Philip Dukes, aka Dukes the Scoop. Catch me on Twitter and Instagram at Dukes the Scoop. Now today is a very special occasion for two reasons. One. I probably got the richest person I know <laughs> on the show, right? I've never, ever seen a guy do some of the things that I've seen this guy do. And that is Mr. Alex Benson of Born to Compete. How you doing, bro? Man, I'm doing fantastic, man. He's saying rich with love, people. Rich with love. <laughs> <laughs> man, you know, and uh, the second reason that I was saying that, you might notice that I'm in a different background, but yeah. today is actually my birthday. Yeah, I am man. in Dallas, Dallas, Texas right now. I'm going to yeah. kick it with some college buddies. Uh, And really, um, this is so weird to me. So okay. me, and, me and my girl, my wife, we come down here and uh, we are in the, it's the Virgin Hotel, right? The Virgin Hotel, like like Virgin <laughs> Mobile, right? That's what it's got called. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. I got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like I Virgin didn't, Mobile. I didn't know where we were going with that. I was like, right, hey, right, right. Here? Yeah. But 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 look, dig, man, I ain't never seen nothing like this. I was like, everything in this like place is like adult thing. I had no idea. Like it's yeah, yeah. So, well, so. it's it's your birthday. And, <laughs> you know, uh, y'all you know, y'all y'all seem very, very happy. And right. uh when 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 people are very, very happy, I'll just say you don't drink after Friends, I'll just say that. Right, right? okay. Man, Dukes has been very happy. Dukes ever drunk a drink and say, hey, as you can have the rest of that. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Y'all are very happy over there. So I'm going to just leave it at that, and we'll go from there. Enjoy the uh, Virgin Hotel. <laughs> right, man. Hey, but uh, enough about that. Let's get into it. So for those people who don't know, and especially in the Atlanta area, you and, and if you have anything to do with football, you would have had to have be up under a rock to not know who this guy is. <laughs> with the Born to Compete circuit when it comes to youth football in Atlanta. So for the guys that don't know, or the, the ladies, whoever, anybody that's watching that doesn't know what you do and how you do it, can you just give some of your background, how you got started, and where you are today? Yeah, man. So uh, right after college, uh, I got lucky, man, and came with an idea to start like an ESPN for kids. That's the best way to say that. Uh, obviously, in the business industry, we'll say a youth, youth sports media outlet. And it was kind of what I knew, right? I, I played ball in college high school, all that good stuff, and, you know, came out, think of an idea, think of some different things to do, bounce around odd jobs here and there, and then came with this idea, and me and my group of friends, we just ran with it, man. Oh, wow. uh, as time has passed on, I think what we did uh, the best is really just build a truly competitive environment, but an environment also that held players, parents, and coaches responsible. Uh, it wasn't about saying, okay, hey, I have the best kid out here, which you, you probably do, but right. Are you working on his skill set? Are you making sure he develops? Yes, we can go out here and play a million games, but are you making sure that kid develops? Because at the end of the day, that coach is going to do what he has to do to win. Cool. Absolutely. No you know what I'm saying? If I got, let's say, Lamar Jackson or whatever, right, as a young kid, I'm going to accentuate what he does well, and I'm going to say, okay, I'm going to run him all over the place. Well, then you're going to have somebody like me that says, well, you still got to win for the pocket, so you need to develop that young man. Mm. And also for that, we were able to branch out and cover kids all over the state of Georgia, um, then we started implementing different things, man, our college trips and different things like that to put the kids out there early. And I think it showed, man. I think, uh, you know, 15 years later, I think Georgia went from maybe lower 10, 
uh, outside the top five when it came to recruiting to now it's arguably uh, arguably I, I I will give number three because California, Texas, I can get California, Florida are bigger, right. but the Texas is behind us now for sure. But California, Florida are bigger. But if we're looking at per capita, uh, Georgia's number one. And if we're, you know, look, if somebody's going to just state facts, uh, people that came through the our, our program, uh, Trevor Lawrence, obviously mm. number one pick. Um, Trayvon Walker, mm. number, one, number pick. one pick. Will Anderson on his way has a possibility to be the number one pick. Uh, of course, Ant-Man and basketball. So, you know, I take it very seriously what we do because I understand we're impacting kids' lives. And the great thing is uh, I was able to remove myself, put B2C in front of it, and put the kids out in front of the shield. Um, and there you go, man. You know what I'm saying? Let, let, it, be, let it be all about them. So that, that's, it, that's it in a nutshell. All right. No, that, that, that's, that's, and that's a great answer that encompassed a lot. And I was, I was going to go to my uh, second question was some of the, the, the pro or NFL guys you've had. And, and <clears throat> you got NBA and NFL guys. If you yeah. could tell us a little bit about Anthony Edwards, number <laughs> one pick from the Minnesota Timberwolves, who's right now taking the league by storm in basketball. But could you talk about Anthony Edwards or AKA Ant Man as a football man. player? Man, Ant, uh, Jesus, man, Ant was the best, one of the best youth players I had ever seen in my life. You know, it's rare you meet a kid that that's that tall, mm-hmm. but that athletic, right? And we're talking about quickness, right? You, they'll have straight, they'll have straight line speed. Take them a little while to get going, but straight line speed is what you'll see out of the tall kids sometimes. But quickness was rare. You know, oh, tall wow. kids at a younger age, and he had it, and he was physical. So mm-hmm. he, you know, he wasn't afraid to get behind his pads when contact came. Right, he drops that shoulder, get behind his pads, run over kids, do what he needs to do, and. He was, I mean, man, for all intents and purposes, he he was that deal. And <laughs> Ant, if Ant Man would have stayed with football, Ant Man could have been a draft pick. I'm mm. not lying. And, and he here's the deal: he'd have been a day one draft pick. You're talking about a kid that's six four, you know, six four, six five, whatever, two hundred and twenty some pounds. Right. Probably was running. I would say somewhere in the four or five. Or I'm not gonna be crazy with it, but somewhere in the four or five. Still had a quick. Would still have a good short. And bench press will obviously be good. I just see how, how well he's put together. Right. I think he's he's DK Metcalf with a vert. Ooh, my goodness. Come on now. Think about what I'm saying now. I, I'm hearing you. I'm hearing you DK too. DK Metcalf with a vert. Man. DK Metcalf nice now, but you ain't never really seen. I mean, he got one, obviously. Right. But you ain't never seen like DK go up over somebody. Not like God, that. Telling, he he, he would have been the best mix I can give him. Is a slower version of Randy Moss. Wow. That would have been him. Randy was a 4 2 guy, 4 2, 4 3 guy. Right. A slower version of Randy Moss, which a 4 5 Randy Moss right. is amazing. Man, it sounds, <laughs> man, I mean, a 4 5 Randy Moss slick sound like AJ Green, to be honest. I mean, there you I'm go. Just... <laughs> that's, that's, that's who came to mind, actually. That's who came to mind. Um, but, yep. but way, way more physical, man. Yeah, more you could tell in his game now that physicality, like you can see the football in his yeah. game today. Like, yeah. and uh, it, it, it's really cool, like in Atlanta, right? So, in the metro area, like growing up out in, in the A, celebrities don't really phase you because you see so many of them, you see so many pro athletes. How has it been for you being able to cultivate all of these, let's say? Uh, very, very gifted athletes. Mm-hmm. When you see them again, 
How has it been for you to maintain that relationship with some of these guys and bring some of them back? Because you, you've been able to maintain these relationships. How has it been to, for you to, I hate to say it like that, but for you to not be starstruck? Mm. You know, I think uh, it's a couple things, right? Because I've seen them since they were kids. Right. So that helps. Um, I, I think the other thing is, I'm, I'm going to give a scenario, right? And here's okay. a scenario. It's going to be a long answer for something short, but I'm going to give it to you anyway. Okay. People always say, like, with women, what is childbirth like, right? right? And you can't explain childbirth because unless you go through it, that's when you know. And right. I say that to say, Dukes, once you had your son, your life changed, right? right? Sure. And not to say we're better than anybody because we have a child or anything like that. But all I can say is I have an inside view of every day how children work. Okay. Right. I say that, I'm going to come back and say that I can treat these kids to me in my eyes they're kids i know they're grown and all that kind of stuff but i can treat these kids the way i treat them because i, I envision my son in them right and okay. that's how i do it so okay. i try to treat everybody how i would treat my son uh love on them the right way you know don't lie to them mm. tell them like yeah i remember i had a quarterback a couple of years ago and i don't want to say his name because i don't you know i haven't talked to him before i got on here but uh he, he had an issue getting the ball out physical specimen but he always had an issue getting the ball out on time and i told him i said look man you need to get the ball out on time because everybody was catering to him. Oh, it's not you. It's receiving that man, whatever. It's the line. It's not the line. You're not seeing something. Get the ball out on time and go from there. And he fought me on a little bit. And that's okay. It's understandable. He's, he's right. young. But once he was able to see, okay, hey, I'm not getting the ball out on time. And when he was, you got to run around. You ain't getting sacked. Right. You know, the ball's going to get there faster than you will ever get there. Right. So, you know, it's just stuff like that. And, and then also, too, they know that when springtime's come, I'm not just talking about it, right? I, I, I'm putting you on the bus with me. We 50 deep. So right. We're driving out to Arkansas, wherever it might be, you know, and North Carolina, whatever, just whatever. Right. Um, that's what we're going to do because I'm all invested in your future. Mm -hmm. uh, and I always believe <clears throat> process over results. Mm. So I say this, right? <clears throat> let's say you have an athletic kid, six foot, Let's say let's say five ten, five ten, eighth grader, about one hundred and fifty pounds, right? Let's say if he's real quick, okay. a youth coach, not all of them, but a youth coach might put him on, let's say, defense end because he's an athlete. And I get it, right? right. I get it. But right. The reality of it is, is that kid's not grow up to be a defense end body, right? Nine times out of ten, I'm, let's just, let's say five eight one fifty to to make the conversation a little better, right? All right, you can do that at the youth level, but let's develop him somewhere else where he can go ahead and continue to play the game that he loves, where he'll have success, and he can hopefully achieve his degree uh, that he wants down the road. Because all I want to play college football. Right. All I want to play for Georgia here. All I want to play for Georgia Tech or Auburn or somewhere in the SEC. You right. Know, USC or Michigan. That's right. what it is. And so yeah. for us to put these guys in position where they have a chance to succeed and, and capture their dreams, that means the world to me. And you talk about the college trips. Man, the college trips, we were able to get kids from all over the state of Georgia, really all the southeast. And right. so I might let's let's say I have a kid um like Bear, right? Okay. Bear Waters, big kid, six foot four, starting left tackle at Cass High School right now, getting offers. Fantastic. Here's the deal. I got a kid down in Alabama, Mobile, Alabama, Hayes and Shelton, just like him. I want to sit y'all on the bus right beside each other. Okay. Here we go. So, so you can see, man, I'm nice like that, but you're going to ask him, hey, where, where are you from? Alabama. Oh, y'all doing it like that? Oh, okay. 
okay, okay, right. okay. So that's right. somebody else like me. Right. Out there. there you go. And so right. I do that just so they can see that. <clears throat> Look, man, there's so many players out there, so many really, really good players that you know that you might not even know about. Uh, I'm not gonna lie to them. I'm not gonna say, "Hey, you're the greatest thing since sliced bread. You're an original. You're one of kind." Because you're not. Right. There's somebody that's just like you. Right. Even the unicorns. There's somebody just like you. Right. Let's introduce you. Let's go sit in front of colleges. Let's see what the colleges say. Right. Let's meet, let's meet with Coach uh, Matt Brown. Let, let's meet with uh, Curb. Let's meet with uh, you know, well Jeff not George Tech no more, but Jeff at that time Brent now at George Tech. Um, let's let's meet with those coaches. You know what I'm saying? And right. Let's hear from them. Hear right. what they have to say. So once you get that little bit of information from them, now that light turn on. Mm. Like, now you know, man. I got I gotta go ahead and make sure my school right. I gotta right. have a three point I gotta right. make sure I'm in the weight room. I gotta do this because there's a guy over here that looked just like me. And Alex right. said he got a thousand more just like him. <laughs> I gotta tighten up. No, nah. I gotta tighten up. So it is crazy that you got that type of relationship with them, and I guess that kind of like that, that kind of like leans into the question. Leans into the question where it's just like you are developing these kids from. So by the time you see them when they're number one picks, yeah. this is still the you, sometimes. So are sometimes are you seeing the five eight one fifty kid that turns into the six four uh two twenty kid? It happens. It happens. Uh, yeah. kid, I was gonna talk about a little later on. I'm gonna throw about right now. Zach Calizada. Oh Calizada, wow! Yeah, Zach was five seven going into high school. Okay, couldn't throw the ball thirty yards down the field. Wow! <laughs> he played on my seven on seventeen. That's back when I did. I actually coached sometimes. Okay. Uh, but uh, no, man, but Zach was always accurate with the ball and he okay. always knew where to go. And we always said, if he ever hit that growth spurt, he's going to be one of the better quarterbacks out there. Mm-hmm. He hit that growth spurt. Now, I didn't know he was going to go to six. He's like six, four almost now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah there yeah. you go. Six, four, about two, 15, two, 20, somewhere around there. Right. And I'm not lying to you. Zach had to be about five, seven. And I'm being generous. Five, seven, maybe 140 pounds. Oh, wow. Going into high school. Wow. And had the noodle arm and everything, but he could get it there. And I remember me and his dad just sitting there kicking it. The Applebee's one day. We were down in Florida for IMG 707 tournament. At that time, it was a big name. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was like, man, I can't wait for my kid to grow. And I'm just like, I'm looking at your kid. Something just is there where I know it's coming. I don't know when, but it's going to come. And when it does, your kid's going to be one of the best players in the country. Ended up being an Under Armour All-American. Uh, mm. Played, we had a great year last year with Texas A&M, and he's over there with you guys now at uh, at Auburn. Yeah, he's at Auburn. Uh, he's, yeah. Right now, I think he's uh, medically redshirted. Yeah. So uh, looking forward to see what he does uh, next year. So that's a good segue into my next question. Yeah. All right, so you have the pulse of recruiting in Atlanta. And see, a lot of people, like, you know, they don't understand how close to the community Atlanta can be when it comes to youth football. and. Yeah. Just because you see uh, Grayson versus uh, Colquitt County doesn't mean two of those players may not have played together on the youth circuit or played against each other before. Yeah. So what would Auburn have to do to put that fence back around Atlanta how it used to be when you got those when you were getting the Ronnie Browns of the world, when you were getting like Donnay Youngs and guys of that nature? Like what does Auburn have to do recruiting wise to get that footprint back in Atlanta? Well, it's going to be hard. Okay. It's going to be hard because one thing I can say Coach Kirby did is when he first got here, uh, he was our special guest speaker at mm. our uh, gala. Okay. And then he sent uh, – uh, what, what's the coach name? I think he went to Tennessee. He's an office coordinator at Georgia for a while. Uh, dang. Was Cheney? Cheney. 
Yeah, okay. Yep. He sent Cheney down. I don't know he said, but Cheney came down and was a guest speaker another time. And then Georgia Tech with Coach Jeff uh, before you know his exit. He was a guest speaker at our gala one time. And our gala has about 1,300 people now. Oh, wow. We were at the College Football Hall of Fame, and that's where we give out the awards for the younger kids. And I think it would that would be the start. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And you have to be here. You mm-hmm. have to have somebody here, somehow, some way, getting involved uh, right. with the recruiting and knowing the players at a younger age because now – you know, if you're not on a kid by his sophomore year, you're behind. And if Man. you're not on those five-star kids, their freshman year, you're behind. Right. You know, here's the deal. You don't have to necessarily offer kids. Not Well, I mean, everybody offers now. I mean, offers are offers. But right. if you can just get the kid on campus, see the kid, be very active with your youth, uh, with your youth marketing, then it can help set you up in the future. You know, everybody laughed at, <clears throat> everybody laughed at, uh, you know, Nick Saban. Right. right. Nick, everybody laughs Nick Saban. Everybody laughs at Coach Kirby, Coach, Coach Saban, Coach uh, Kirby. Um, but the reality of it is, is those guys recognize talent early. Mm, recognize right. talent early and they get on them early. And I mean on them. Uh, whether it's Tyler Atkinson or Deuce Geralds or let's say even Julian Drew. Um, you got to get those players early, man. Build a relationship with them. Look, and, and who knows? Right? Will they pan out to be the best player you've ever seen? I don't know. I don't know. Right. But right. as of right now, today, everything's projected for them to take off. So you go ahead and, you know, you date, so to speak. Right. <laughs> right. You exactly. Date. Exactly. Yeah, you, you date a man. You see how it goes, you know. man. So let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. What makes Atlanta such a special area right now? Mm-hmm. Like growing up, me being from the area. There, we always had all-stars. There were always going to be players that went D1. I've never seen it this way. Like, there are players at almost every school. Like, you can literally go to the mall, wait long enough, and you'll see a D1 football player if you just just just, just wait around. What is making Atlanta such a hotbed for recruiting talent right now? Yeah, man. And, and look, I'm going to be selfish with this one. I got to be because um, I haven't been in years past. But I think it's what we built here in Atlanta. Right. And like I said, when you build it at the younger age groups, uh-huh. And you say, okay, um, again, we talk about positioning, right? Hey, right. let's put it, let's put this young man in the right position, and let's uh, see how it goes for him moving forward. Right. That's a whole lot better than a young man being caught out of position, and now he gets to high school, and it's such, such a big transition for him. And also, too, we demand the coaches to be better. Mm. You know, yeah. I, we look. I, I can't tell you to, you know, put in. 30 hour weeks because this isn't your job, you know, nine times out of 10, they're volunteer coaches. Um, and that's okay. That's okay. But you can learn from somebody. You can go to coaches clinics and you can improve what you have going on. And it's not necessarily the, the betterment of yourself, but I don't know about you, but I'm having more fun when I'm competing or I'm winning. Right. Absolutely. Nobody likes losing. Nobody uh, wants to be losing. Nah. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Nobody's ever, you know, Try to holler at the fine girl, and she said no, and you felt good. You said, man, golly. you know, what I'm right. saying? you just want a chance. You know what I'm <laughs> Give me a chance, you know, right? Uh, you know, but you at least want to be in the game, so to speak. And so, if anything, get better because of that. And then also, too, at our eighth grade level, we have a lot of feeders here. Right. And um, one thing that we speak of, and we talk to some of our high school coaches, uh, we tell them, hey, man, get involved in your eighth grade program. If you get involved in your eighth grade program, by the time you get those kids 
for their freshman year, they at least have an idea of what to do. And when they right. have an idea of what to do, here's a couple of things that can happen. Number one, obviously they'll pick up faster. Right. But the main thing is they'll be able to play faster. That's right. the whole thing. When you know right. what to do, you can play faster. And when yeah. you play faster, then you're good. Everybody wants to know why Walton's doing so well and Mill Creek's doing so well and Valdosta, Colquitt. They've been running the same place. They were seventh grade. Man, what? It's the same thing. Man, even when I think uh, we went to cover uh, Brookwood, I think, and just seeing the yeah. younger Brookwood guys out there <laughs> that were just as excited as the as the freshmen of the JV to be out there, it was it that was a really really dope experience to see. So yeah, I think that's a uh, that's a really good point as far as the development of the other kids and allowing them to be able to play fast. Yeah. All right, so let's talk. Let, let's let's get. I, I'm a, I'm a list kind of guy. Okay. I like I like lists. All right. So you, I mean, when, when did you start? 10, 11? Mm. So me playing for it personally? Uh, uh, oh, uh, when, oh, my God, man. It's been 15 years. Whatever 15 years is, then go. Let's go 2006, 2007. Somewhere okay. in there, right? Yeah, somewhere okay. around there. Yeah. All right. Top five players that have come through your program. Top five players. Uh, of course, everybody's going to say Trev. Trev went went with, uh, I can't remember the first team. Was it Due West? Somebody, then Ackworth, then Cartersville Middle School, then Cartersville High School. Uh, the other one, uh, Trayvon. Trayvon was special at a young age. He was with Upson Lee Middle School. I think I got that right. Upson Lee Middle School. He came up through. He's actually playing linebacker at that time. So as he grew, develop. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So you saying Trevor Lawrence? Yeah. Okay. No particular order. No, 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 no particular order. No particular. Order. Okay. I, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. I okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Trey, Trey, and and here's the thing. Trey was a good basketball player too. So, so Trey Trayvon Walker, leave. right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. He helped lead his team to multiple state championships in basketball too. Oh, they were wow. undefeated one year, as a matter of fact. Ooh. Um, so you had them, him, uh trying to think. Uh Harrison Bailey. Harrison, Harrison Bailey, Bailey. was Harrison Bailey to me is probably the most underrated player ever to come through the state of Georgia. Oh wow. When he went into Marietta, Marietta was awful. And okay. by the time he left there, they were playing in national games. Uh so I, I think, you know, look, and things worked out at Tennessee. Remember, his freshman year he was playing. Then the coach got removed because of McDonald's bag, which right. today today's world he'd be good to go. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. Um, it happened though. It was what it was, and uh, you know now he's kind of you know he's at UNLV. We'll see how that goes. You know, we'll, we'll you know wishing the best for him. Uh, let's see, uh, players, players, players. MJ Walker. MJ Walker. M- you do you remember him? Yeah, man, it's been a while. Him? It's been a while. Man, okay, okay. MJ Walker was the arguably the baddest receiver I have ever seen in my life. Oh, wow. MJ Walker was like that, like that. Mm. Uh, I, I remember MJ Walker, I want to say he got the off from Clemson or somewhere, and he had took off. He wasn't even playing. Right. He wasn't even playing football, but they gave him the offer anyway. And right. they had him rated as one of the top receivers in the country. He hadn't right. even played that year. Right. So MJ Walker, he ended up playing basketball, Florida State. He's doing his thing. I think in G League now. Okay. Um, Rico Fry, a lot of people don't remember him, but he was a bad man too. Running back, uh, went to Stars Mill, transferred to Creekside, then ended up at Cartersville his last year. Uh, anybody wants to look up something, look up the Cartersville game versus Bartman Trail on ESPN. He was the best player on the field. Mm. Wow. And Rico Fry. He started at Bowling Green as a freshman. Just okay. had knee, Rico Fry just had a knee injury, um, and he wasn't able to play no more after his freshman year, but, yo, that was a bad kid, man. And then uh, last one, we probably have to say Ant-Man. Ant-Man. In all seriousness. I, I, look, man. <laughs> so, 
Okay, you'll love this story. We're at North Atlanta High School, right? So we just right. took Ant to University of Georgia, you know, his college trip that we were doing. And uh, he, <laughs> we're at North Atlanta, and there's nobody around. It's just him, uh, the guy Jermaine, his son, I can't remember, I think it's Jermaine too, Jermaine Jr. Okay. And they're just messing around. Ant gets the ball, bounces off the ground, goes through the leg. This is in jeans now. In jeans. Jeans. Goes to the leg, dunk it, boom. I said, you know, and I don't think you need to play football. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's it. Hey, man, I, I couldn't believe it. Right. I couldn't believe it. Because, see, I saw him play basketball when he was younger. And right. He was nice. But Ant was one of those. I would compare Ant to Justin Fields. Okay. And, you know, I, I'll go into that later, but. And, and it was nice when he was younger. But when he got to high school, yo, man, that dude hit like he he hit the, the go 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 button. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> so those would be my best players that I've seen at that time that I can just think off of off the top of my head real quick. I'm sure if I thought some more, I I, I hate to leave people out, but yeah. Okay. So. Mm -hmm. Now let's go here. Okay. Two players, mm -hmm. or I don't even care how many. Give me three. Yeah. Okay. Players that. You saw at an early age, but yeah. did not think that they would develop the way they did, and now they're just ballers. Ballers. Probably Zach. We talked about him. Kalazada. He'd be one of them. Okay. Um, mm, 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 mm. Justin. Justin Fields. Justin, Justin Fields. Fields. Okay. Justin Fields, and when he was younger, played fullback for Cascade. Then he came over to Harrison High School, Harrison's feeder program, and he was doing okay. He was doing okay. I watched the game. I think I got a couple of his games, and can, you know, you can see it there. It just hadn't quite clicked yet. Okay. And I want to say it was his sophomore year. His saw because 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 Coach Ronville would call me and say, "Alex, I got a guy. I got a guy. Got one." Oh, he like Justin Fields. I'm like, yeah, I seen him before. You know, like I see it there. But I was like, I don't know. If we 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 ain't gonna put that engine behind him just yet. You know. Right. And uh, man, I saw him. He said, "Come to a game," and I saw him that sophomore year. Because the injury, uh, the starter got hurt, and he got in. I said, "Oh my goodness, mm. here it goes." Yeah, here it goes. And he he worked so hard, man. He developed so much, and he just took off, man. Uh, AJ Swan would be another one. We knew okay. AJ good, right? But when AJ hit high school, he had a whole different level, right? Like in in, in middle school, he was nice. Like I said, he was nice, kind of like we talked about Ant Man earlier. He was nice, right? When he got to high school, man. Oh god, oh god, Jesus Christ! The, the light came Dominant. on. Dominant. Yeah. Dominant. Can't stop him. Just, he's doing the same thing you see him do at Vanderbilt right now. Eight touchdowns, no interceptions, play George and Alabama. Come on, man. Come right. Uh, yeah. And then probably <laughs> a lot of these guys hit growth spurts. AJ Terrell. AJ Terrell. AJ Terrell was a, one of the smallest players on the field. Right. Playing running back. This wow. 12 years old. Okay. 12 years old. And, and there's a play he had in the Central Cab game that I remember recording because I was doing all my own stuff back then. I recorded it and I, I remember taking it out because it was a big play and it was a fumble during mm -hmm. this particular game. And okay. I took it out and I'm so glad I took it out because I didn't want to kill his confidence. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, you still when you work with kids. You got to be conscious of all those kind of things. And uh, not say I had nothing to do. I'm just telling the story. And I, I remember watching him more and more. I'm like, yo, this kid got it. This kid right. got it. And if he grows, he's going to be, he has a chance to be special. Look out. And man, that kid hit a growth spurt, man. Over with. League. Over with. League. Over. Oh. Yeah. 
Hey, hey, you gotta call him All Pro AJ right now. <laughs> you gotta call him All Pro AJ. I'm gonna tell him that. Yeah, man. AJ. Uh, yeah, man. It, it, like I said, man. A lot of these players, man. I tell parents, look, you're gonna get one of the two. You're gonna get a unicorn, or you're gonna get a kid that works really, really hard. You know right. what I'm saying? So, Trev, Trev was a unicorn. Trevor Lawrence, he was a unicorn. Justin right. Fields was a kid that worked really, really, really hard. Right. You know that. that that's what it is, man. Uh. I'm trying to think of some more corners right now or safeties. Uh, I want to say uh, is it McKinney. McKinney, he's with Giants right now. Played at oh, Rose. Xavier. Xavier, yeah, X, yeah. X. So, he's talented. As soon as you right. saw him, he was talented. You know what I'm saying? One of the most talented things on the field. Not to say he doesn't work hard, but he was one of the most talented things on the field. And then, uh, you know, somebody like AJ, he worked, worked like a dog because you got to remember, he didn't have the size when he was younger. Right. So he wasn't on everybody's radar. He wasn't on Alex's watch list. I was watching him. Right. But you know, kids grow at different t- different stages in their life. So um no, no, it's 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 one or the other. It's one or the other from what I've learned uh, in my years of doing this. No, nah, man, that's uh man, Alex, I, I just, first of all, I learned so much and I thought I knew a lot, but I learned so much about youth football and just some of these stories that I'm hearing, like, you know, I can just imagine how some of these clips are gonna be. So first of all, I just want to say thank you and give you your flowers for, as far as what you are to the community because like as you know like we run in different circles but the same circle yeah no doubt. So for no me doubt. to hear how everybody from my neighborhood where i'm from speak so highly of you thank i just want to say man thank you from on behalf of my community on behalf of the south side we appreciate you for thank sure you, thank you man south side yo that's where we started at man started at little clayton county and uh clayton for those that don't know in georgia clayton county is a smaller city uh right below the airport and um you know, man, just uh, they embrace us with love, man. We were able to grow from there. And then you got the south side, uh, oh my goodness, like the College Park area, right? Uh, the Fairburn area. That that was our start, man. That was right. our start, man. We were able to grow from there and take it and make it something special. No, nah, man. So, look, I appreciate your time. Where can where can everybody find you? So, here's the deal you can go to bornandcompete.com. We actually are updating our site. So, please be excited for the new stuff that's coming out, right? Nice. This is the big announcement, I guess. Um, <laughs> so other than that, you can find us on all your social media platforms at Born to Compete. That's B-O-R-N, the T-O, Born to Compete. Uh, you can find us on there. And then also you can catch us on Friday nights, NBC 11 Alive for our broadcast. Uh, Mondays and Tuesdays for sometimes you're on there as well. Uh, mm-hmm. We're doing our predictions and we're doing our interviews with players. Uh, so we're all over the place, man. We're, we're fortunate to be around, fortunate to uh, still be relevant after 15 years. Oh, man. And uh, fortunate to be allowed to, the parents allow us in their lives to keep promoting their their kids, man. No, absolutely, man. Well, it's been a pleasure. Uh, I'll probably be seeing you, if not this week, next week. We'll, we'll work week. it up. This Come week. on in. All right. yeah. hey, 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 we got something to talk about. We got something to <laughs> talk about, talk about, talk about. We got to <laughs> talk about it. Let's no, do sure, it, man. Yeah. All right, man. Hey, it's a pleasure, man. Much love, bro. Absolutely, homie. Take care, man. All right, sure.